What is it about that castle? No one would dare believe the petty intrigues and principalities that seem to hold the castle and its inhabitants, enthralled in the functions of what were only important for the moment. The people seem to be waiting for their king, but he does not appear to them in the midst of their palace games. His subjects have become subject to their bondages. Every time the king has sent his emissary, they have refused to receive him, to look him in the eye, or to even listen to the message that he brings from the king. Everything in their lives revolved around maintaining this empty castle. The kingdom in their minds was only in the castle. It was not the residence of the true king. Even his banner over the castle had been allowed to be stained and tattered, showing obvious signs of disrespect and neglect. The moat around the castle was filled with water that once ran fresh but now was dark and had the stench of trash and the refuse of the inhabitants. The moat had once been intended as a barrier of protection but now was simply an objection. The gate, once meant to guard and protect, hung rusted and broken, making difficult the way in and the way out. The castle, with unproductive inhabitants, seems to have become an object that represents not the confession of the soul, but the possession. There have been other little kings who tried to rule this castle, but the price they paid has been to have the life drained out of them because they either lost or never had the authority of the true king. The true king is not concerned about his castle, but about his subjects. Why had the keepers and few people in this castle forgotten all the people outside the castle. That was where the true king would be. They had gone in and out of the castle so long they thought the kingdom was all about the castle. For them, the kingdom was the castle. Layer upon layer continues to be piled on the lies. The truth teller came to speak to the gathered crowd. No, it was no longer a crowd, but a remnant of what once was. It was not the proverbial godly remnant. That group was still confused with their responsibility. They had lived with the lies for so long they had tolerated the lies for so long that they felt that they would be a dividing force and break the spell of unity among the larger group 
who had now gained control of the apostate agenda. Apostate agenda? Big words from a small pen, you say. Yes, an emphatic yes. They had turned away from God, from His call, from His Spirit, from His still, small voice, from His presence, to conjure something they would market as His presence. The truth-teller stood to speak. He revealed the original intent of the builder. He revealed why the builder didn't want the castle to fall into the hands of a group of people with cruel, irreligious piety. Stop your words, the small leader of the small group of small spirit cried, but the truth speaker continued. The small leader of the small group of small spirit seethed. His own small spirit inflamed. Finally, the truth speaker weeping, agonized over the revelation of the lies, cried out himself, I am finished. The small group stood to their feet. Truth had been spoken, they knew. They applauded the truth speaker for his impassioned plea and then turned to one another and said, it felt good to hear the truth. The small leader stood to his full measure and spoke. This man, this man, he stammered, spoke lies. Truth be told, the small king scolded this man with a pure heart and gentle ways. He spoke to convince you otherwise. Why, why, I would never tell you lies. He lied. The people applauded the truth, but turned their lives to follow the lies. The remnant within the remnant conspired together to seek God's ways. But the gatekeepers who had grown old with the castle felt it their total life's work to keep all things new and fresh outside to protect what had become stale on the inside. You are welcome, they would cry to the lonely traveler who dared approach, but you must leave any fresh bread or new wine on the outside. The people inside the castle had developed a taste for old bread and vinegar wine. They began to cry out, still trusting those things that had been told by others, telling of their fortune in the future. The king, it was true, had desired to stay on occasion in their castle. With him would come all the benefits of having the king with them. It seems they had all forgotten that to be in the king's presence was meant to bring honor to the king 
not for the king to bring honor to them. Dazed and confused with the force of the truth, they chose the more comfortable place to lie.